you have to guard your children and have to guard them and be involved in even the things that seem harmless. We're going to talk about this tragic story involving Robin Hood and involving a high school kid. And then we're also going to talk about some more Dominion news. It turns out in this one state, 5% of votes for every single Republican was undercounted. And this was known in November, but was buried. We're going to talk about that as well. Welcome to HGBT. My name is Matt Williams. Thank you for listening to the show, sharing the show with a friend. For those of you who are making your way over to Gab TV, you can follow me at Matt Williams over there. Happy to support and be on a platform that doesn't remove my videos. Oh, it's so free being out of YouTube. And being on the podcast networks and being on the Fight Laugh Feast app, we're part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network. You can go over to flfnetwork.com, put in HGBT in the memo field, support us as we are building out a platform, building new shows, new content, and ensuring that we will have a voice and be able to be there to encourage you and to bless you. So if you value this network, you value the show, go over to flfnetwork.com, put an HDBT to memo field. I hear they're giving out mugs or pint glasses or something from the network itself. So if you go sign up and use that code, I believe you're going to get their mugs, the Fight, Laugh, Feast mugs, but also you'll get mine, the HTBT mug. It's like a bonus. How cool is that? So uh, go over there and prayerfully support us, and please just pray for us because, uh, you know, it's, it's challenging from once in a while. So I was listening to, oh, and I guess if you want to email me, you can email me, matt at howtobuild10.com. I was on Gab, which is where I'm at now, and I, I was even trying to live stream a little bit of um, the impeachment yesterday, but it was just so atrocious. Man, they're they're really trying to. They're. It's clear that they are playing, or they're not holding anything back, and they are playing to go or planning to go after us as well. Going forward, they are looking to peg us as terrorists. I mean, they. This one lady was comparing us and comparing to January sixth to nine eleven. I kid you not. Where twenty nine hundred people died. And like we think between five and seven people died at the Capitol, and only one of them was killed, and that was a Capitol Police shooting one of the people that were the insurrectionist, quote-unquote. And I just think it's uh, disgusting that the Communist Democrats, which is what I'm going to start calling them, and, and I invite you to call them that too, because words and framing things really do matter, hence why the Democrats win so many times, even though they don't have logic and facts on their side. And we just need to come out and say it because they're bought off, they're controlled by, and they are espousing the same agenda as the communists do. So for all intents and purposes, they are the communist party. So uh, I would invite you to join me in calling them the communist Democrats for now. And every time you say it, every time you refer to one, the communist Democrat from so-and-so state, feel free to do it. That is what we need to uh, do is we need to paint the contrast glowingly. It's not two parties that are invested in America. It's one party that wants to destroy America and destroy its citizens that want to preserve America. So I was listening on Gab. I was on Gab. I wasn't listening. I was perusing. And I came across that Michael Foster. He shared a story. And he basically said the same thing as what I'm saying to you right now is that you need to guard your children and protect them. 
apparently there was this kid who was taking his money that he got from allowance and whatever, whatnot. doesn't really matter. He had thousands of dollars. And he started doing options training on Robinhood. And there was a glitch or a bug or some issue that Robinhood didn't fix right away. And this, it's so hard to say because at 18 years old, I firmly believe that we should be training our children to be men at that point. And we should consider them as men. But in our society, we have people in their 20s and late early 30s in some cases where they still act as children. So whatever you want to call an, a young adult, um, a child for all intents and purposes, I mean, I believe he's still in high school. But Robin Hood told him because of the options that he leveraged that he owed a hundred and something thousand dollars. And he reached out and he wasn't sure why he couldn't figure it out. And he emailed because you couldn't call customer service Robinhood. And the story goes that they didn't get back to him until the day after he committed suicide. Now, I, <laughs> I'm, I got a little teary-eyed reading that article. And I have to tell you, those kinds of stories didn't bother me at all before I had kids. But now that I have kids, and I think or I put my kids in that situation, and I can break down like a baby sometimes. I mean, this kid, this kid, young adult, whatever, thought that he was in the hole for $100,000, maybe a little more. Which in the grand scheme of things is not a hole that is insurmountable by any means to dig yourself out of. But for a high school student, yeah, that seems like the end of the world. And sure enough, it was a glitch or there was some mistake it may not have been specifically a glitch, but for all intents and purposes, it was a glitch. And Robin Hood emailed them back the next day and said, oh, it's been fixed. You don't owe that money anymore. But it was too late. And the point of this is not the bash on Robin Hood. But it's to remind you and to remind me that even the things like finances... Even things like politics, like church, like communication, blogs, podcasts, YouTube, discussing culture, things that we could think are not bad, and they may not be in and of themselves, that we must constantly be engaged with our kids and being their champion and having them know they're not on their own. And I think Michael Foster said it so well is that he makes sure to tell his kids that no matter the problem, I am here to help you fix it, get out of it, save you, rescue you, 
take you, walk side by side with you. And something I could see myself doing it is being so proud that my son is using money to make more money, investing, being financially savvy, and not even think to say, son, if you lose it all, if you get in trouble, if you go against the advice I've given you not to leverage, I'm still here for you. I'm still going to fight for you and with you. I could easily see myself just overlooking that, taking it for granted. And my prayer for myself and for everyone listening on a podcast or on Gap is that we won't take those moments for granted, that we think our kids know that. That we just assume that they know our hearts and they know our minds. That, of course, $100,000? You want to kill yourself over $100,000? I am here for you. I will work with you to get out of that debt. That is, that's nothing compared to your life. And I bring this up for another reason. These are quote-unquote, first world problems. Now, that's not to diminish this story at all or stories like it because they're tragic. But I say that to remind ourselves that I truly believe that we are entering a time of Christian persecution where we are going to have economic troubles, that we are going to be in conflicts with local authorities, with our federal government, with other governments. We don't look like we're in a really solid place right now. And our kids are going to need to know that it is you that are going to be right there beside them, that they're not alone. And no matter what we are facing, we're going to face it together And that God made us for a time like this, like Doug Wilson says. And that we have prayed for you, kids, in this moment. We have prayed for you to be able to fight giants. And now they are here. And we need to speak to them in that way. That this isn't an enemy. That we aren't facing a foe that is insurmountable or unconquerable because we have the one who is more than conquerous. We have the one who has conquered death. We have the one who has overcome the world and who also spoke everything that we interact with, feel, taste, see, think, everything that we No, everything that we consist of was simply spoken into existence by our creator. And so, no, even when you make a $100,000 mistake, even when you make a mistake that you think that you can't get out of, God can save and does save. One of my favorite stories In all of the Bible, it's such a simple one. The helpless man in Luke who was covered in leprosy for 
assuming a long time and no one would touch him. Imagine going through life 10, 20 years and no touch, no intimacy of any kind, being banished, being told you're unclean, like when you don't wear masks in public. There was nothing that would save him in that time. Leprosy was not curable. He was going to die of it. He was going to die alone. And he reaches out to Jesus and says, if you are willing, you can make me clean. That was this kid. Hopeless. Unable on his own to get out of the debt he owed. That is us in this country. Unable to get out of the tyranny that we have let in. That we have buried our treasure and not paid attention for the last hundred years. That we have allowed our churches to collapse and be infiltrated by the philosophies of man. We are that leopard. And here we are. God, only you can save if you are willing. And in Luke, he touches that man for the first time in 10, 20, 30 years. And says, I am willing. That's the gospel we need to preach to every person in our families and our churches and our government. That though you are helpless in your sin, in your physical ailments, in your finances, in the public square, in politics, in the government, you are hopeless. And the only one who can save you is willing. He is willing. Praise God. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Time to take a break, talk about a sponsor, which is a perfect segue from this uh, this segment on money. Cube Money with a Q, Q-U-B-E Money. This is a tool for you to use. If you are looking to save money, you're looking to have more discipline with your finances, and you have just problem, you have problems with compulsory spending, impulse spending, maybe you keep buying things that weren't quite in the budget that you planned out, and, or maybe you just love the cash envelope system. Well, this is the tool for you. This basically digitizes the cash envelope system. That is where you would write out an envelope and you'd put the amount of money in that envelope for each month and you could only spend that money for that specific thing in the envelope. That's basically what cube money is. And so it can help you save money. It can help you hit your budget goals and it will keep you from spending, not spending money on things that uh, you did not plan to spend it on and thus helping you be successful. So go over to cubemoneywithaq.com slash HTBT. That's cubemoney.com slash HTBT, cubemoneywithaq. Go over, start an account for free. You can check out the basic settings and the features and just see and get a feel for it. And if you like it, you can then upgrade, but just go check it out. You'll help support our show, cubemoney.com slash HTBT with a Q. Sign up for free. Check it out. See if you like it. And the worst thing in the world, you just delete it. And you are you just, uh, you know, throw away the debit card or whatever. That will help you. It's just an awesome solution to digitizing that whole cash envelope solution. 
So there's something I found out today. Now, I need to rehash some things with you to kind of set this up. And this is incredible. I switched this show on election day from talking about business, entrepreneurship, things like that, to talk about the election fraud and all the things that are going on. Because I knew a lot of you didn't have time to follow it. And it was so important because I feared that we were in the position we are in now. And I listened to every single Senate hearing, every single state hearing, every article that I saw, I read. I heard the lawyers talk about it. I was listening to War Room and all the other podcasts. And I talked about those things on the show. I was one of the most dialed in people possible that was not directly involved in the elections themselves. And I, I have no doubt about that. I, I seriously, I did all the research I read. I was in it every day and I still didn't hear about this buried story. That's how buried this story was. Now, before we get to this story, you have to remember There was another issue we had with these voting systems in Michigan. There was a county that if it wasn't discovered or someone didn't check, they wouldn't have known that like there was a five, I don't even remember the number, but it's thousands, like 5,000 votes went for Biden, but went for Trump. And they never explained why that happened. They never explained it. They could never figure out why 5,000, I'll just say 5,000. It could have been 3,000. It could have been 7,000. I'm just going to say 5,000. They couldn't figure out why those thousands and thousands of votes, 5,000 votes that were cast for Trump went for Biden. I still haven't heard of the reasons why. Now, I heard today in the Gateway Pundit reporting about an article that I saw. I'm going to pull it up right here on my Gab because someone sent it to me. No, I'm not because Gab closed. This article is from November 17th. Remember our election, November 4th, and this was two weeks after in New Hampshire, every single Republican in this precinct, the 17th precinct, I believe it was, undercounted Republican votes by around 300, like 299, 304, 307, just right about 5% of the votes were switched to the other person. For every Republican in this district in New Hampshire. How come I never heard that? The guy who was in deep involved, researching, plugged in the whole time. So I know you probably didn't hear about it either. So you have this system happening, this issue happening in Michigan. Thousands of votes. You have 5% issues of under voting. Every Republican in the race. Every Republican. This is establishing a pattern. And this is why there's the stupid games in Georgia where they were counted a certain county, not the county we wanted, where there was no supervising. There was no uh, people from both parties. It was at a distance. They were doing the COVID thing. That's why there was all the stupid games that Georgia's playing. That's why Maricopa County is refusing and was threat it was going to be in contempt that's why we had a last minute trader switch so that we won't be able to count these physical ballots because the same thing that happened in michigan the same thing that happened in new hampshire is happening in these states and you might be 
what's the point? Joe Biden's president. The military is not going to save us. <laughs> the point is, is that we have battles to fight going forward. And if no other battles are to be fought, we need to remember these stories to tell our children because of the battles and the opportunities they may have in the future. We have to be the historians because we know the media. We know Joe Biden's not going to remember. We know the government's not going to tell us the truth. There's not one single institution that we can trust in the government anymore. So we have to know. But also the battle is not over. We still have to fight for election integrity where we can. We still have races that we need to try and fight for. Remember, giving up, being apathetic, not caring, giving away our responsibilities and throwing in the towel and being discouraged is sinful. And we must repent because our king is victorious and we are to act accordingly. And so... Don't be discouraged. Don't think, what's the point of it all when you hear about this stuff? But figure out how to use it to convince your neighbors, to convince your kids, to convince your church that this election was a fraud. The regime and Joe Biden's illegitimate and things need to change. And get in the fight. I'll close with this. Mike Lindell listed about 20 companies that have disowned his products, basically, and not they're not going to sell his products anymore. That's going to result in millions of dollars of lost sales through those channels. Now, thank God we are picking up the slack and ordering directly to MyPillow.com. I think if you even put his name in, Mike, you save 66%. Not a sponsor of mine, but I'm happy to rep him for free. He doesn't have to pay me one dime. And I encourage every single one of you to go buy something from him. They think they have like 100 products now. It's not even pillows anymore. Go over and support something. But he has lost millions of sales dollars through these clients because he's doing what he thinks is right. Because he put out the documentary detailing the facts. He's putting out the challenge to Dominion and Smartmatic and telling them, we need to go through it. Let's go through it. You can come on. We will go through every piece of evidence I have point by point, And you can tell me where I got it wrong. He's thrown down the gauntlet. And so what are people doing? Are they, are they disputing his facts? Are they proving him wrong? No, they're just trying to run him out of business. They're trying to run out his rehab center out of business and all of the like. And I say that not to get you to just support Mike Lindell. But to ask you, what have you done? What have you sacrificed? What are you scared to lose? Some time? Some some weeknights? You're not going to go to your board meetings, your your city council meetings. You're not going to go to your school board meetings because what? You're scared? You're scared of what people might say to you? Michael Lindell's risking it all, losing millions of dollars of sales. Is it too much to ask for us to get engaged and involved in our local elections? Is it too much to get engaged in our local politics, to be Christians that are trying to influence the world and the kids that are learning in our communities, in our counties, in our cities? Is it too much for us to ask, act, to give up something? You know, there, there's that quote in the where our founders, who I wish... I pray to God that we would talk like them again someday. That we pledge our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. But so many of us haven't risked any of it. We're too scared to lose any of it. We don't want to pledge it. We might loan some of it for a few days. 
but we're not in the long haul. And here is a patriot, a Christian, who's doing it, getting persecuted for it. Luckily, thankfully, that we are helping to support him and he's actually got tons of business from us. But we need to be as fearless as him. It's going to take way more than just him to do this. It's going to take way more. And it's going to take a lot more sacrifice from us. It's going to take a lot of involvement and hands-on local engagement by every single one of us. It's time. Now is the time. We're not going to let our leaders... We're not going to let... I shouldn't say that. We're not going to continue to hope in our leaders to fix our problems. We are the citizens. We are the ones who are in charge of this country. That's how it is set up. We are responsible. And there we for, we need to act accordingly for God's glory. We'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless.